Hi there! Welcome to Biased Chinese. This is purely, deeply, truly personal. I'm a Mananian Chinese mainlander, and I've spent the first thirty years of my life in China, which means I've been through the reform and opening up, the earthquake in two thousand eight, the build-up of the Great Firewall, and lastly, the COVID nineteen. In this podcast. I just want to give a common individual Chinese perspective on the things happening, because I'm sick of propaganda, and I simply don't want to be represented by anyone else without my consent. Like millions of the commoners in China, here's what I think. What do Chinese people think of Taiwan? Once my British friend asked me, "What do you think of the idea of unification?" She was asking me about Taiwan issue, and I answered, "Of course, there will be unification because we are of the same culture and history. But the problem is, by which side to be unified?" Personally, I, as a mainlander, prefer to be unified by Taiwan. You know what I mean? She answered, "I see." She's one of my best friends, so she got me instantly. But when I put the similar answer on Quora, someone commented below my response, accusing me of fake Chinese, as a Chinese himself. I was speechless. Because I didn't know how to prove I was a Chinese who was born and lived all the time in China, and had never been abroad before. By the way, now I'm out of China, so that's why I dare to speak for myself, and why you can hear me now. I don't need to prove myself. That's a stupid ask, and more stupid if one really answer it. But one thing that I'm sure, based on the population of my country, is that I'm not unique enough to be the only one who has a different voice in 1.4 billion people. I remember in 2019, I used VPN to project the presidential debate in Taiwan on my TV screen. Yeah, in Mao's age, my behavior is definitely a traitor. And I clearly remember that I celebrated with a glass of beer when Tsai Ing-wen won, because I was betting on her victory before the election. So I can remember the exact feeling of being right. Then a month later, the COVID came. Everything changed, and I hardly pay attention to Taiwan the days after, except two moments. One is when I heard the news that Taiwan is agreed to move TSMC from its land into U.S. Not wise, my pal. That's my inner comments. For your reference, TSMC is a manufacturer for chips, and it's kind of monopoly in its field. In other words, China can replicate everything else in Taiwan if really one day it conquered the land, but not this one. 
and Taiwan's economic status is heavily relied on it, especially in this era of artificial intelligence. You should keep it as your shield rather than hand the hostage to your rescuer. Then they got no reason to rescue you, or you may get a ruthless rescuer without the fear of any collateral damage. In each scenario, it looks bad to me. Me again, probably not a typical mindset for Chinese mainlander. Another moment is when Nancy Pelosi visited Taiwan. Somehow, the government's propaganda put too much weight at that time. That Chinese people got an illusion that the government would really shoot down Pelosi's plane if she landed on Taiwan. Then the World War III begins. So that night. Almost all the Chinese were watching the live streaming of Pelosi's flight, but I was having a quite relaxing and funny day. In short, I was flirting with a cute guy from Hong Kong, and I found he was also watching the live streaming as he didn't answer my message. So afterwards, he said, "Yeah, he was watching it, and he was frustrated that China didn't really shoot down the plane." I was half joking and half testing. I said, "Isn't it better not to have war?" He said, "It's just rather humiliating." Then I got the conclusion in my mind: he was a fake Hong Konger. Why did you buy the propaganda as mainlanders did? And do you feel humiliated? Such a typical cocky chauvinist mainlander mindset. Didn't you just lose your Hong Kong to mainland a year before? Standing with a big power doesn't empower you, sucker. That's again my inner voice. Anyway, after that, my romantic bubble evaporated all of a sudden. Despite his good looking, I just can't stand what's in his brain. So, Taiwan for me is a living proof that Chinese people can handle democratic election system. And over time, it is proven that Chinese people live better life under this mode. So don't tell me that democracy is a Western thing, so it's not suitable for China. It's bullshit. Thus, I pray for the safety and thrive of this island, and I have to remind you that the atmosphere is tense in mainland. Before I leaving, may heaven bless the peace to Chinese people. Either sides of the street.